Tuning you in now to the LBX Daily Show. Brought to you by the LBX Collective. Your community to connect, engage, and inspire. Now, let's get ready to roll. With your hosts, Christine Buer and Brandon Wiley. All right. Welcome, everybody, to the LBX Daily Show. This is Brandon Wiley rolling here solo today. Christine is, well, she's not here, obviously. She is rolling around the Consumer Electronics Show in Vegas right now, having a good time, filming a bunch of stuff, learning a bunch of things about the latest trends in VR and AR and XR and uh, projection mapping and TVs and screen, like a bunch of stuff right now. And so I'm excited because tomorrow we're actually going to cover a lot of what she has been seeing tomorrow morning. So it's actually going to be a slightly earlier show tomorrow morning. Uh, all right. Well, in the meantime, I also wanted to just touch on a few things here. So first of all, before we really get rolling, um, I'm going to, I want to talk about Bertha University. So we've talked about them in the past. Well, Bertha University is coming up. It's in Orlando this year, January 30th to 31st. And the LBX Collective has scholarships. So normally it's $399 per person to attend the two-day Bertha University where you're going to learn basically everything you could possibly know and understand about how to run and operate a highly successful birthday party program. And you may be already thinking, well, I already run birthday parties and they already make me money. Well, the whole idea of going to Birth University is how can you make them unforgettable to drive referrals and to drive higher revenue so that you can have upsells and you can have bigger packages and, and charge more for your birthday parties. And so I definitely encourage any of you to attend or send somebody from your team there uh, and if you are interested at all in attending, then you just need to go to lbxers.com slash BU, lowercase or uppercase, lbxers.com slash BU, and fill the little form, and we'll get you a $399 scholarship to cover your cost to attend. Obviously, you have to still spend to get your flights and everything else there. All right. So let's jump in. We've got some really interesting things to talk about today. And I thought, you know, why don't we just talk about Binny the Trash Can? So Binny, the trash can, yes, it is a real thing. It does exist. And uh, this, he's, uh, Binny, the trash can has been causing, you know, a problem because the Disney Day Drinkers Club, also a real thing that exists, is uh, basically really frustrated because Disney's Epcot studio recently relocated their mascot and they have this trash can is indeed their mascot. They name him Binny and he looks like any other trash can at Disney's Epcot. So he's not anything unique, but he was located just outside the Rose and Crown pub. And he basically gained a cult following with the Disney day drinkers club, which is, you know, essentially an unofficial group that meets regularly to get sloshed at the theme park. I'm telling you, it's a real thing. I had no idea, although I could probably be one of those uh, one of those members because I have spent good number of afternoons at Epcot after I Expo, just wandering around and having drinks and good food and enjoying the theme. But the crew, also referred to as Club D three, is now trash talking Disney. Uh, this is according to the Wall Street Journal. After basically the staff, the theme park moved their Benny over to another area. And so he was actually relocated to the street in front of the sportsman shop. And this was in September. And the club's Facebook group, which, believe it or not, has 86,000 members, uh, absolutely blew up about the whole thing. 
So as many of you who've been to Epcot, you know it's really hard to find a table when you need to set your drink down uh, you know, or even your food, especially during like the World Food Festival, which is really frustrating because like, you end up using these trash cans. And so what happened is in 2021, when some of the members were drinking around the world in Epcot, they had one of their first meetups and they all happened to meet up around this trash can and this became the unofficial uh, mascot because he is always trashed according to their website. Uh, so anyway... It became a tradition. And then what happened is more and more people began to take photos and selfies with Benny the trash can. And it got even bigger. And so as you can see, what this has done is created a walking hazard and just you can't get inside and out, out of rows and crown. And so ultimately, with all these people crowded around, it became a big thing, people taking selfies with it and creating hazards. And so they moved it. Well, Skip Share, who founded the D3 Club, uh, basically said that it's a big deal because they uh, were frustrated, but also ultimately because of the whole thing and everybody got upset, Disney did end up moving Benny back to its original spot and everybody is very excited. And so you can now, um, you can, you can now, uh, you know, still pose there. And this is actually Skip Sure. He is the founder of Club D3. If you are interested in joining Club D3 or becoming a, an official member of the Day Drinkers Club at Disney, you can go to clubd3.com. So, uh, there you have it. That is Club D3. And, um, you know, you never know what you're going to find. And, you know, maybe I'll fish, I'll join. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Okay, so we've talked about these guys before. This is Birdie's Links and Drinks. And we talked about them when they were first announced that they were opening. Well, they officially opened yesterday in Middletown, Delaware. And it is the biggest and most wide-ranging indoor golf center in Delaware, which doesn't take a whole lot because Delaware is not very big. But it is the largest now in Delaware. And, you know, so Birdie's just opened finally. And the reason we talked about them in the past is like it was really hard to get information about the project it took more than two years for them to do it. It was built from the ground up by a Delaware mother and her two sons, Marge and Dylan and David Hanum. It's a 30,000 square foot restaurant, full service bar, entertainment complex, and it has two psych psychedelically blacklit 18 hole mini golf courses. It's One is themed for pirates and the other is a retro universe from the 1980s and 90s. And there's also a full restaurant. There's a bar. There are golf simulator bays and a number of new school bar games. And uh, the golf simulator bays are interesting because they're not just golf simulators. So this is a picture of the bar. As you can see, this uh, you know the theming is very light. It's very airy and the whole thing. It's just like tan and the tans and pinks and light greens colors, uh, the check-in, the whole area where you can play ping pong and uh, you know, can big connect four and foosball and everything else. Like all that stuff is just very light, airy room to move around. This is a picture of one of the golf simulator bays. And this one I really liked because these golf simulator bays actually have a, uh, you know, a whole bunch of other equipment too. So they have golf clubs, they have balls, obviously, but you can actually do dodgeball with it. You can do bats, baseballs, you can play basketball, soccer, and you can actually hog hunt as well. So they have a uh, a gun that you can shoot at the screen and hog hunts. And so they're not just golf simulator bays. They actually are full like sports simulator bays. And they typically range from $55 to $75 an hour, depending on the time of the day for up to six people to spend time in for an hour in the simulator bays. The 18 hole golf courses, which we'll take a look at some of them here. So this is obviously the eighties, nineties, retro themed, uh, you know, here's so, some more of it and you know, it's all blacklit. It's fine. Here's part of the pirate themed golf course. 
some of the some of the holes look interesting. Like they're well themed. Like it's not the most amazing. <laughs> Whoa, I don't know what just happened there. It's not the most amazing uh, black light course that I've ever seen, but I do like some of the backdrops. So, you know, some of the, the references to Bill and Ted's you can see there in the back and centipede and, you know, some of that kind of stuff. So I think some of the, like, that's more interesting to me is the actual, uh, artwork. You've got ET there and, uh, you know, different things from retro eighties and nineties. And there's more part of the parts. This is probably one of my favorite holes though. This is a Pac-Man hole. And I thought they did a phenomenal job. I haven't seen anything like this before in any form of blacklight mini golf or really any mini golf. So anyway, I just thought that this was a pretty well done course. And, you know, look, at the end of the day, they did get their website up and running. And so I will say, good job, birdies. You do have a website. My one down part, right? Like one frustrating part here is the indoor money golf. Like this is just a random picture of a golf ball next to a hole has no reflection at all of what their actual mini golf looks like. And they reference that it's, uh, you know, that they don't even say that it's black light. They don't say that it's a pirate theme or anything else about the theme. And by looking at this picture, I wouldn't think that it's black lit. So I think they're, they're doing themselves a disservice there when it comes to the mini golf, but that's really the only thing I would say uh, about their website. So anyway, that is birdies links and drinks. So congratulations to Birdies Links and Drinks for getting open after two years of work. It's not an easy feat and uh, very excited for you and I hope it all goes well. All right, next up, this is what I've been wanting to talk about for a little while and it just kind of get, get kept getting bumped and felt like, well, no, it's me and I can slip it in here because it's, I've got to fill a little bit of time here, but I actually really think this is awesome. So this is a, this is something called nature eye and I'll pull up a little picture of the interface, but here in a minute and we'll watch a little one minute video, but basically nature eye is uh, leveraging the improved capabilities of drones and specifically Mavic's quadcopters. They offer longer flight times, high res cameras, extended zoom lenses and autonomous safety features. And so this company nature eye basically allows remote tourists to explore a handful of areas around the world, including a volcano in Iceland, Machu Picchu in Peru, Washington's Dungeness Spit, the Elephant Sands in Botswana, the, Ch uh, the Chulo Hills in Kenya, and the Mekong River in Cambodia. And those are just a few of them. And so what's cool about these guys is that after choosing a destination, so you go to the website, NatureEye, and uh, I believe it's NatureEye.com, and you go to the website, and after... After uh, completing a flight training course, and it usually takes about five to 10 minutes before returning to NatureEye's website at their appointment time. So you're booking your time for a half hour adventure. You do go through that flight training, and then you go back to the website for your appointment time and using on your on-site controls. And I'll pull up a, like a view of the interface here. So, you know, you're look, using these on, on-site controls, you're able to move the craft and move the drone around, and you actually are piloting the craft in that destination. And you're moving its camera to zoom, focus on various points of interest. There is a supervising guide that is with you and he's provided with every flight. And what's cool about him too is they will share facts about the locale and also direct you to look at interesting things to see and can even serve as the pilot if you just want to sit and back and enjoy the view through your laptop or tablet screens and you don't want to actually fly it around. And, you know, so for example, uh, some 
like where you can pilot it varies from site to site. So like Machu Picchu, the drone's flight path is mostly limited to a vertical ascent and it never gets physically closer than one and a half miles away from the archaeological site. So it's pretty far, frankly. And, and so you just have to rely on like the 56 X zoom camera to get a closer look. All the drones are programmed with geofences to limit where they can fly. And uh, there's autonomous safety features that limit their speed and can detect obstacles and avoid crashes and that kind of stuff. But I thought it was pretty cool. And so I thought I would show a little video real quick here and, and we'll learn a little bit more about NatureEye. I think that's just freaking awesome. Like, how cool is that? Able to fly a quadcopter and like hover over hyenas and zebras and river and that kind of thing. So definitely looking forward to trying this out. Yeah, buffering. That's awesome. Well, thanks, YouTube. All right. I think it's enough for now. So basically, what's, uh, you know, look, looking excited to try this out. I think it'd be pretty cool to do with my family, and uh, I think they would enjoy this. And so it's basically, as I mentioned, or may have uh, may have forgot to mention, it's about $95 to fly for 30 minutes. So it's about 100 bucks to fly for 30 minutes in some other random place. So that's uh, that's it. All right. Next thing to talk about, Area 254 is now open in Killeen, Texas. So Area 254 is open in Killeen, Texas. And these guys have 10 lanes of bowling. They have an arcade, two-story laser tag, a spin zone, bumper cars, uh, roller rink, as long as well as a restaurant with uh, you know tables kind of spread throughout. And then about a 40, 40 so tap uh, self-serve beer wall. And then they also have this like weird little lonely karaoke room. So it's a picture of the roller rink. And here's their black light laser tag, which they say is themed around like an avatar theme. And, uh, you know, so I you know, figured that that was uh, somewhat of a unique theme. I mean, it's a little bit of like a jungle meets alien world. And so here's a picture of the beer wall, the redemption, looking into the arcade, a lot of really big empty space. Like I feel like they definitely could have filled some more in. But here's a picture of their karaoke room, which looks like kind of odd and sad. But uh, but anyway, so I thought, okay, cool. Well, I want to get a little bit more information about these guys. And I went to Google them because I was reading about them in, a, in an article. And actually all these pictures that I grabbed were from, from Google. They were not from their website because I went to the, you know, I went to Google and I searched area 254 Killeen and did not find their website anywhere on their homepage. Uh, could not for the life of me find it. And in fact, when I actually clicked on the little website link for Area 254 here on Google Sidebar, it took me to a weird form about their job fair, which happened on December 2nd from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. So they've really got something fucked up a little bit here. I shouldn't be clicking on a thing and then seeing like ultimately their job fair form. And so hopefully they get their website going. I was able to actually find the website, but this was just like after digging and digging and digging. And so here's area254.fun, why they don't have it actually connected to their, their Google business profile. I have no clue, but they do have a website. It's not great, but at least something is up and they can 
you know, begin to get people in, but they did just open. So I'm hoping that things get a little bit better. But as I've said before, rant, 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 right? As I've said before, if you're going to open your facility, make sure your website is open. Make sure your website is ready for business. If you are opening your doors, your website should have been open months in advance to start pre-selling tickets and everything else. So for the love of all that is holy, please make sure your website is launched before you open your doors. There is no excuse for that in 2024. All right, rant over. Moving on. We've got Bounce Empire. Now, these guys have a website. Uh, and I'm super excited to share this with you. But before I do, I want to just talk a little bit about these guys. I don't know where I've been, why I've not heard of these guys. They have not been open for so long, but they are 50,000 square feet. They have 50 attractions and it's the world's largest indoor inflatable amusement park. Now, there's probably places filled with, you know, with an indoor inflatables that's probably bigger than 50,000 square feet, but nothing like these guys. I was, when I was looking at their sites and looking at their pictures, I was like, holy shit, this is amazing. I want to visit this place. It looks pumping. This is located in Lafayette, Colorado of all places. And they have tons of experiences. Some of the attractions include like a forbidden temple and Keep in mind, these are all indoor inflatables. So there's a forbidden table, a timed run through the largest inflatable obstacle course. They have a Millennium Falcon inflatable and then other features. So they also have the rubbish lounge and bar. I love the name of this and boast views of the mountains and the whole entertainment park below. So there's both a, a patio that overlooks it as well as then a mezzanine that looks into the whole area. You can dine at the Bison Bistro or enjoy some fresh air at the fire pit atop the Alpine Terrace, which overlooks the Flatiron. So just a beautiful uh, view that this thing has. There's other things like they have a concert space and some movie theaters as well. But you know what? I just want to show some pictures. Like I just want to like dig into this, these guys. Their layout of the website is a little bit funky, but you know what? Who cares? They have an unbelievable venue here. So this is an example of their Christmas party and New Year's party. And you can just see like they've got a whole DJ station set up here on the left. And, uh, you know, it's it's pretty incredible. Let's see here if I can make it even bigger here. So, you know, here's pictures. They just pack them in crazy parties. Here's the DJ station going and it's on a lift. So it actually can drop down into the floor as well. So or it can go even jack, you know, jack up even higher to get above everybody and um, I'm going to skip forward a little bit past the 2024 parties because, you know, this is on their website, but here's some pictures of like their actual, some of their things, basketball hoops, and clearly it's his nighttime event for a bunch of adults, but it is available and, uh, you know, fun for kids. This is some time around Halloween and, you know, there's kids running around and hanging, hanging out and having fun. And there's even a DJ going during the day. So like, there's just always music, always stuff happening at this place. Bounce Empire looks incredible. So, uh, definitely if I'm ever in Lafayette, Colorado, which I don't know when that's going to be, we'll definitely, definitely check this place out because it just looks awesome and want to have fun run around on inflatables in the world's largest inflatable park. So, that is Bounce Empire in Lafayette, Colorado. And you know what? That wraps up today's LBX Daily Show. So to all you LBXers, thanks for hanging out with me alone solo today. Looking forward to having Christine back and covering lots of different things that she got this chance to see at CES this week. Until then, stay tuned and keep kicking ass. 